the quote for today's episode is sorry there's no magic bullet you have to eat healthy and live healthy to be healthy and look healthy end of story hey guys i'm back again with another episode first off i hope everyone is doing great i cannot believe we are in the last month of the year like it feels like it wasn't so long ago when we were about to enter 2021 and now look at us right at the last lap of 2021 heading into 2022 i hope we finish strong anyway today's episode well today's topic was actually inspired by my friend s because i asked her for a topic idea and while this wasn't exactly what she said it influenced it okay so we all work on our everyday relationships with our partners friends family well i hope we all do another very important relationship that most of us don't give much thought to is our relationship with food the food we ingest and the way we feel about it influences our everyday lives Our health, physically and mentally, is also tied to what we put into our bodies and what we don't put into our bodies. Terms such as stress eating, binge eating, cravings, etc. all stem from how our relationship with food looks like these days. Here's how this is going to go. First off, I will read stroke summarize an article called What is a relationship with food? And afterwards, I will talk talk more based on other gathered materials and all. And there's also going to be a helpful tool in this episode, so look out for that. Okay, the article first. This article is called What is a Relationship with Food by MyRelationshipWithFood.com If you are unfamiliar with this concept, it can seem a little alien to refer to our connection with food as a relationship. Most people don't even think they have a relationship with food, but trust me, you do. Essentially. If you fill your body with nutritious foods and goodness, your body will thank you in return. It is all connected. You might not be aware of this, but both the food you ingest and the way you feel about it can impact you and your life. We all know that if you eat something that doesn't agree with you, it can ruin your day. For example, have you ever indulged in a heavy piece of chocolate cake and felt 10 times worse after? Consuming sugary foods can leave you feeling fatigued and stop you from operating productively. On the flip side, if you spend time lovingly preparing food for yourself and others, this tends to show up well in the body. For example, if you are feeling tired and opt for a green juice as opposed to a milkshake, it can enhance the way you feel in that very moment. Relationships only work to their fullest potential when both sides are cooperating. If you take time when considering what types of foods to fill your body with, it will result in a much happier, healthier relationship. But sometimes, relationships can turn ugly. Anyone can rely on food as a way to cope with busy and stressful lives. We've we've all been there. And many people who feel as though life is too much to handle will use food as a way to control what's happening on the inside. This is how relationships don't work out. Putting an unhealthy strain on a relationship by giving your body excessive amounts of the wrong food can result in an unhealthy one. A common example is a trip to the cinema. 
what seems to be an innocent 90 odd minutes of cathartic escapism is actually disguised as a blatant opportunity to binge on a variety of overpriced unhealthy snacks. The association between going to the cinema and scoffing a bucket of popcorn is almost unbearably relative to today's society. I am a firm believer in mindful eating and breaking this vicious cycle that we seem to have been drawn into. For example, how often do you allow yourself that extra bar of chocolate because you know you are going to go to the gym later? Too often. Having a healthy relationship with food means stopping looking at food as a reward for exercise. It means making conscious efforts to put healthy and nutritious food into your body and start noticing all the things you can eat instead of the things you shouldn't. Something that you may not realize is that your relationship with food is massive. It encompasses so many aspects of life, including your mood and well-being, and withholds the potential to prevent conditions such as diabetes and obesity from happening. Focus on building and strengthening your relationship with food and your body will thank you for it. I know what you're thinking. It's all well and good talking about a positive relationship with food, but how can I attain one? Simple. Stop comparing yourself to others. Make healthy swaps, consider what you're putting in your body, and most importantly, practice mindful eating. Foods that agree with your body and make you feel good. Ultimately, your food choices and the relationship we either abuse or nurture will be felt in the body, mind, and emotions. Your relationship with food can develop just like your relationship with people, depending on how much you invest in them. Not only will it benefit you, but your vibrancy and zest for life will have a knock-on effect to those surrounding you. A worthwhile investment if there ever was one. So that article was written by Lisa Rukin. And the link will be in the show notes if you would like to read all of it. Another very useful tip I found was from a post from Steve Grant. And this post mentions three crucial aspects to consider when analyzing how we eat. And when there is an imbalance in these three, there's often a problem that needs further inspection. These three aspects are, one, the physiological role of nutrition. How nutrition affects the body, eating to ensure health and performance. Two, the psychological role of nutrition. Taste, emotions, enjoyment, etc. And three, the social role of nutrition. How nutrition plays a role for you in social situations. If you are interested, they have a PDF diary that is free and you can easily download. I would leave the link right there so you know you don't have to worry your pretty heads. You're welcome. If you are using this diary or just taking note of how you eat, let it revolve around these three aspects. The physiological role of what you ate. Were you hungry? Were you meeting up with the demands of your body? Were you going way below the demands of your body? What did you eat and how does it benefit your body and how does it play a role in your nutrition? In this aspect, it's easy to pick out how much unhealthy food we take in and we can take a step further with being intentional about healthy eating. We can take a step further to mindful eating. Now, the psychological role. A huge red flag related to this would be if when you ask yourself why you ate, you come up with answers like you were sad or stressed out or bored. And so you ate to fill a void or just stress ate. Or you were really so bored that eating seemed like something not so boring to do. Or perhaps you indulged in a heavy amount of unhealthy food because it was your quote unquote cheat day and you felt you had to make the best of it. Or 
it could even be that you let yourself eat more than you needed to because you told yourself, oh, well, I'm going to the gym later so I can work it all out. These are all telltale signs of unhealthy food habits. Funny, maybe you ate because you felt happy even and you felt a celebration of some sort needed to happen. Or maybe the food was a reward system for you. Now, I understand celebrating and rewarding ourselves with something good, but did you become excessive in the process? We need to ask ourselves these questions to really understand how our emotions and moods are affecting our diet. And then finally, for the social rule, did you eat so little because you want to meet up with certain societal expectations or due to unhealthy demands you've placed upon yourself? Did you eat so much because it was a get-together and you felt you had to eat because everyone was eating? How does your social life and your view of yourself as an individual in society affect your diet? Do you engage in unhealthy practices like starvation or self-induced vomiting and purging? Okay, that is all we have time for today. I would actually encourage you guys to download the PDF and just, even if it's just for a week, just track how you eat. And it's really helpful because sometimes when we're trying to make changes, we opt for all these time-limited diets and after a while we just bounce back to our unhealthy habits and that's because there is a deeper underlying issue so i think this might at least give us a little bit of insight into all of that if you are looking to make big changes in your diet these factors and truly analyzing your relationship with food will help with a more sustainable strategy than just short-term dieting And for those of us that can't eat without watching something, and so sometimes we end up eating more than we need, I'm talking about me here. Like, pray for me. I'll pray for for us because I'm struggling with that too. All right, guys, don't forget to be awesome and share this or, you know, let me know what you think. Until we meet again, adios amigos.